Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coming to you live from Zed's apartment. It's the Mole Patrol podcast on reality TV wrap ups. I'm Josh Wiggler, and now I'm with the two people who are going to tell me all about the tiny bubbles. Finally, Brooklyn Zed, Jess Lee's. Hi, friends. Hello. No. We are literally tiny live in bubbles. <laughs> this is what I know. That's all I know. I know that I'm getting into tiny bubbles. Yeah. It's effectively what's going to happen here. It's a a miracle that that's all that you know. That's all I know. Let's set the stage. Zed, where are we? You're in my apartment. Quite literally my real apartment where I've lived for the last almost eight years. You are like the first people in my apartment in almost two years. It's Mole Patrol Live. Live! We're hanging out. It's real. Jess, it's happening. Really happening. This is the first time I've ever done a podcast with other with people humans in, the room. in person yeah, with yeah other people in the room that weren't like crashing the podcast. yeah with non-humans in person you've done but with human beings in person right, this is with the first human beings that are participating in the podcast yes yes that are uh flesh and blood humans in the room yes. it's a delight is this it's weird it's super it's weird. like a little weird so right? oh my god i've been like, podcasting for nine years and this is like the first time this has happened it's super it's a little trippy uh, when Emily and I do uh, Worst Day Ever, the 24 podcast that you can listen to over at Post Show Recaps, which is a podcast. I'm just holding out a little bit of silence, although overcast the silence trimmer probably just killed that again. PostShowRecaps.com, Patreon.com slash PostShowRecaps uh, is a place you could go to if you wanted to. Emily and I do this. We, we don't even like look at each other. It's very awkward. We make no eye contact. While we're podcasting live in person, rather uncomfortable. This is uncomfortable. I'm also like standing like in sort of like this hunched <laughs> position right now. Yeah, you're kind of leaning on the chair in this really cheesy way. Did it's... you know that this is how I podcast? Because you wouldn't know because we're just on computers all the time. But I like stand uh, next to a caddy wampus to a chair. Did I use that right? No. Uh, <laughs> I stand next to a chair and I like lean in. And like, kind of like, like, sort of like a bad Disney villain stance, uh-huh. uh, and that's my that's my preferred podcast pose. 
personally. I mean, I only ever see you from the shoulders up, yeah, so you could yeah, be doing I anything. I could be doing anything. You do not literally know. anything. Yeah, uh, this is the first time I've worn sneakers in months. Uh, as I walked to get to Brooklyn Zed's special occasion, we're all wearing hard pants. I know that this is the episode everyone's been waiting for, and you're all like, "Why aren't you talking about it yet?" Well, it's because I haven't watched it yet. It's about to happen. So what's happening? I'm so excited. What happened is. Uh, was it so you two did the spoiler podcast? Yes, it was and, fun. And then I came home and Jess uh texted me and you're like, by the way, uh Zed and I would really love it if we could hang out this weekend in September. <laughs> uh, no reason. And I was like, okay, that's great. I'll put that on the calendar and that's a thing that we'll do. Uh and slowly but surely it manifested to me like, okay, so this is the episode. Yeah, this is happening. Capital E episode. So what's going to happen is it's a little bit of like a special episode of the Mole Patrol uh, where, you know, we're doing a little bit of like a pre-record without having watched the episode yet. But we're going to watch the episode and then I'll I I guess I'll tell you how I felt about it. We'll talk through the episode like we always do. Um, But I did want to just like for posterity say like I haven't seen it yet. Do you want to tell me anything I'm about to get into or like prepare me at all? No. Well, I want to know. Zed says no. <laughs> I'm not going to prepare pass. you at all, but I want to know what you're expecting. What do you What do you think is about to happen? I'll tell you what. I'm really nervous right now. I'm really nervous because I know how much you both care about this. I know how much I've enjoyed them all. It's quite a lot. I've loved them all, and it has been ridiculous. And there have been times where I have just like screamed and howled watching the show. And I know that we have seen ludicrous things that both of you swear up and down shall be eclipsed in its lunacy by this episode. So the bar is really high. I don't want to oversell this, Josh, but this is my number one favorite episode of any television show ever. Jeez, God. Just keep poking that bar up. Uh, so where does it land for you? Is like in that pantheon? I mean, it's pretty iconic. Okay. It is, it is definitely an iconic moment of reality television. Uh, and I am excited for you to watch it. And I also didn't want to like do this on a Discord and have you have to like perform it for an audience of patrons. Right. That felt like too much stress. Yeah. But I think Jess and I texted pretty early on in season two to say, it would be really great if somehow we could watch Josh watch this. Yeah, we well, can, yeah. and you're about to. Um, so I'm, a, I'm like a little. I don't want to disappoint anyone. I, like that's my constant fear of everything. Like I don't want to. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. I don't want to freak anybody out. I don't want to freak myself We're out. We're just gonna have fun. Yeah, it's it's okay. It just relax. It's supposed to be fun, Josh. Heavy breathing. <sighs> heavy breathing. Heavy breathing. Um, so many times over the past few weeks, we have posted the Mole Patrol. And then, like, someone will will breach the barrier, and it will be like I'll see it, and I can tell that they're po- they're like tweeting about the mole, and I'll get so nervous that it was the thing. I'll get so scared that it's the thing, and then I'm about to get hit by the thing, and it hasn't happened yet, as far as I know. The closest it's been has been. Uh, the tiny bubbles stuff and enough people like singing tiny bubbles at me jerks and that's it that's what I've got that's what I know and every time it's happened I'm like hey stop please stop doing it I know what you're doing I know that this is a part of the thing you're closer to like telling me what it is than I want to be we don't have to worry about that anymore after this after this podcast 
presumably after this podcast is out, actually, I've I've seen the entirety of season two of The Mole. We will not have podcasted about it by the time that you are hearing these words, but the three of us are going to finish The Mole season two tonight. Yeah. So by the yeah. time you're hearing me say this, like, it is now okay to at me about The Mole, I think. So season two. Yeah. Just in case we go beyond. <laughs> No promises. No promises. Nothing imminent. <laughs> no. It took a year for season two of the mold. To cut. Like, it'll be at least that long. Hit uh, us up in 2022. Mabes. Mabes. Um, so, yeah. So, that's what we're going to do. We're going to watch the episode, and then we're going to come back here and uh, discuss it. Any last words? Final thoughts? That sounds very ominous. I've been watching this episode weekly since so dropped on Netflix. Are you serious? <laughs> serious. All right. I'm just excited. I was so excited you guys were coming over. I like forgot about the episode entirely, and it's just like cake and icing everywhere. There's a lot of cake here. It said like, you're just like been hoarding cake. Like, what's the deal? No one has been here. Yeah. for 18 months. Yeah, so your like your it's weekly cake shipment is just going uneaten by anyone else. Yeah. Uh, well, we're here to eat cake and watch the bowl, and that is what we shall do. We will uh, begin the process now of closing things out. There will be a brief musical interlude, I am sure, here on the podcast. And then when we are on the other side of it, I will have seen the thing. Here we go. Let's watch the mole. Tiny bubble Make me happy Eat your hot lunch Yes, like that? That stuff was so scary, you creeps! That was horrifying! I mean, you've never seen anything quite like that. That was right? terrifying! Anderson Cooper is a freak! He's my freak. Anderson Cooper <laughs> is disturbed. He's a deranged individual, Jess. I love him. <laughs> He's sick. I think they, they accuse him of that many times over in the course of the episode. He's sick. He's a sick person. It was unbelievably ridiculous. <laughs> uh, I was like slack jawed for most of you were. Most I filmed of that. it. Yeah, you like red wedding videoed me. I did. Um, yeah, well, I guess like you only see Anderson's girls the one time yeah. for the first mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Um, and like they really give you no, uh, like they really give you like no foreplay into it. I guess like the box of maggots isn't great, but that's like a reference to a very specific part of it. Yeah, it does not prepare you no. for what's going to happen before that part happens. No, nope. no, not at all. Um, that was incredibly fun. Uh, that was like I feel like we've been building to this point of like there's been so many moments along the way where like Anderson's done. He's done. He's never going to do the show again. He's drinking with the cats. He's, He's greasing gnomes. He's like, good. He's like, I'm drinking the wine this week. They're like, Anderson, stop. He's like, no. I'm buying the McDonald's. Like, you can't buy the McDonald's. Watch me. And so he does. Like, this one, though, was like, I'm going to throw them into my torture chamber and drown them in maggots and, and, boa, and, and boa constrictors and bubbles. And I'm just gonna laugh, and that's gonna be that. Uh, and it was fantastic. Like this was the moment, Zed, where I feel like 
it just was so clear to me that Anderson Cooper's like, I shouldn't, I, sh- I shan't return. How am I to top this? Yeah, there's no rules anymore. I can't, this is the best. This is the best thing I can do. I will never have a greater moment than this, despite my like storied journalism <laughs> career that is to come. This is it. How many people do you think uh, know about this? Like Anderson Cooper, <laughs> household name, serious reporter. How many people who are watching like Anderson Cooper on CNN are like, hey, remember when he like tortured three people in his fun house and he has his fun house and his girls are there and he has his <laughs> fun house filled with his girls? It takes a very particular type of television viewer to remember that kind of stuff. And you know, there's always those people like, remember when Matt Damon was in that McDonald's ad? And that kind of thing. Right. And I think smaller percentage than the people that we know would have us believe. Yeah. Like we yeah. run in particular circles. Even self-selecting. Yeah. Sure. Very, very cool. self-select. Sure. But I'd say it's probably also a lot more now than it was three months ago. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I do wonder like is Anderson. You're welcome. Cooper, well, so like obviously I've avoided everything. Like have you have you spotted Anderson Cooper like commenting on any of this? Has he commented on he any of this? He never comments on this. He pretends it never happened. <laughs> he also it's on Netflix. It happened. Oh yeah. It's not just a shitty YouTube anymore. I watched this man lock people in, in torture chambers and flood them with bugs and snakes yeah. and bubbles and Donho. The thing I would really love to know and every time Anderson Cooper posts something to his Instagram he immediately gets 100,000. Yeah. Literally 100,000. Yeah. What I want to know is if we did a deep dive into those comments, would anybody be like, LOL, tiny bubbles? <laughs> Probably. I hope so. Uh, if, if that's not happening, could some of you please step up? Yeah. Oh, my God. All you got to say, all um, you got to say is tiny bubbles. Anderson. You know what? So, like, I think, like, over the over the years, like, I had, uh, over the years, over, like, the months, um, over, I guess, it's almost years. I mean, it was a year and a, and a quarter, probably, since we change. last did the mole. Round up to years. Um, I feel like I had been hearing, like, maybe it had something to do with It's a Small World After All. And so, like, my head was kind of, like, thinking that it was going to be something like that. And I guess it's sort of like that because there's the tiny dolls, there's the girls, there's like the little <laughs> creatures. It's like, take that, but make it evil. Yeah. I don't think that there was any part of me that thought that this was going to be evil. Um, that thought that this was going to be like uh, one of, I don't know which circle of hell, but it's one of them, right? I mean, like, I feel like this is like close to the center. Yeah. It's too bad. Mm-hmm. Anderson Cooper, like, Satan adjacent? Your, your, thought, your thoughts? Your thoughts? That's, that's extreme, Josh. You don't think that he could be the devil? He could be the devil. He would be a great, like a very charismatic, charming suit. Yes. Yeah. Got those piercing yes. eyes. He like rounds the corner at one point after the fact, after poor Al has been through everything that he's been through, and before he even appears, like a serial killer, just starts <laughs> singing Tiny Bubbles. That may be my favorite moment in my favorite episode of anything. He has gone like full horror movie killer in this one. Like, forget Satan, but he's like Jigsaw. He's Andersaw Cooper. He's Andersaw Cooper. Excellent. No doubt. Excellent. No doubt. 
I'm like almost a little surprised they didn't make anybody like chainsaw their foot off or whatever happens to poor Carrie Elway's. Spoiler alert. For when the did first Saw come song. out? It was after this, wasn't it? Uh, let's do a quick search. Uh, saw, when were you? Saw, when were you? Saw, when were you? <laughs> Please Google that. Saw, when were you? Yeah, this ha- Saw came out um, afterwards, 2003. Uh, so I was influenced by this. Little known fact. Yeah, I think that that's pretty clear. A that trendsetter. Yeah. Funhouse. Uh, the makers of Saw definitely were like huge fans of the mole. For real. And they're like, this would be a great horror movie. It's like, it already is. This is a <laughs> horror movie. Um, what's your favorite part? Like, when you watch it over and over again, Jess, like, what? <laughs> yeah, my favorite part is probably Al trying to justify his existence to Bill and Bill saying I don't believe you because everyone knows all the words to Tiny Bubbles. Yeah. I think that might be my favorite. Or it's Anderson walking in <laughs> singing Tiny Bubbles and, and Al is just like vibrating. Uh, I mean, there's no way that I would know the words to Tiny Bubbles and he just think, well, it's because he thinks so highly of Al. He's like, oh, Al knows everything. Of course he knows <laughs> Tiny Bubbles. What I love is that Bill can't like see the uh, like the like. The, well, no, let me take this back. And I'm like putting up my hands right now, so I can't see your faces. Now we're in person. This is hard. It's harder. It's much harder. This is much harder. And like I haven't watched the finale yet. We haven't done that yet. But clearly, very obviously, and absurdly ridiculously, Bill is the mole. Bill is the mole for sure. And he has, uh, he blows this game because how do you sit across from Al in this moment and look at him in the face and look him in the eye after the night this poor shell of a man has gone through and you don't know that that's the truth? He threw it. He totally threw it. Uh, it Like he totally, he totally bombed the thing. Or maybe he doesn't have any sympathy. Maybe he's just a psychopath. Oh my God. Throwing it. But getting it wrong is what earned them the oh, money. Oh, sure, 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 sure. That's true. Paradoxically. Um, but is there any advantage at this point if you're the mole in the final four to uh, to like adding money to the pot so that you can get people in a position that you want to knock out? Like, does he have a horse in this race, right? Like, does he want, like, mm. I don't know. Bill, to me, is very clearly the mole at this point. That's uh, that's where I'm landing. I know I'm already gone. Bribs is gone. Then Al goes. There's some poetry to the back to back hit. Uh, but I feel like Bill is is the mole. Um, although now now that you're clarifying that for me, now I'm feeling like uh, it maybe. I mean, he could be like a really shitty mole as possible. He's just <laughs> like, like very bad at it. Is this like Steve the self loathing mole? Except like the like the the self sabotaging mole, like the like the mole who sucks. Yeah, he's like he the, would love it. He's just not necessarily good at it. right. Yeah, he's um, like the, the Sean Connery James Bond of moles. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. 
Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So I guess, like, we don't have to tiptoe around season one spoilers at all anymore. Nope. Because, like, they just tried out the mole from season one. So I hope you watched season one of the mole because there she is. Yeah. That's the mole. Well, Josh, you have to remember that this was 2002 and you didn't necessarily have every season of every show ever aired. At yeah. The tip of your fingers. So they're like, you know, that ship sailed. You already know or you don't care. Yeah. You can't go back to Netflix. For the Netflix people, for the people Until who listen to the now. podcast. Yeah, I hope yeah. you watched it. Go I mean, watch it if you didn't. Listen to those podcasts. They yeah. were great. We had such a good time. Our podcast was amazing. Uh, Catherine showed up and like, in hindsight, for what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> like, for what reason? Like, she shows up to deliver, like, a rotten box of maggots. Correct. Hi. Good morning. Enjoy. Hope, hope your breakfast is going great. Good luck. Here's a box of maggots. They flew me in from America to deliver a box no, no, no. of it, maggots it's to you. Better than that, Josh. All right, so what's the story? She was there the whole time. She was a consultant on the show. She's working for them. And the mole's job is never over. And her Done. entire raison is to show up with box maggots, and she was there the whole time. Um. That's incredible, and I like to imagine the word on the street, right? The rumor is the mole is coming back, the insider. Right. I want to believe that Catherine and whoever is the mole of this season just never stopped. They've been, <laughs> They've been sabotaging reality television ever since. Like, for like every consecutive season of the mole, like the previous mole just starts joining the crew. <laughs> I don't remember. Were Anderson and, and Catherine particularly tight? Did they like seem to have like a decent relationship? Yeah, no more particularly than you. If she was going to be there, I wish that we had we had seen more of Catherine along the way up to mm-hmm. this point. She um, could have been in like the Boston Rob box, but ha- <laughs> <laughs> yes, maybe she. I mean, listen. the Fallon box, yeah, yeah, the, Fallon, the Fallon suite. Yeah. Uh, I believe uh, when we when we get to the finale, they're going to show us like all of the different shots that Catherine was actually in. Like she was in like. <laughs> She's like one of the loved ones they could have picked out in the plaza. So it's like the meta mole. Yeah. So there was another mole on top yeah. of the There was someone was behind a tree during like the wire walk <laughs> who was activating like the heart uh, thing for Al. You cut to her. It's like a Where's Waldo with Catherine. She's popping up Anderson. Uh-huh. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. Um, do we want to attempt to cover this episode, uh, like uh, like scene by scene, uh, this episode? Yes, we are want to do. Yeah, yeah I think we got to dive into all, right, all the all the juicy bug details. <laughs> no, I know it's your apartment, but like, <laughs> I don't feel great about well, the word choice. Fun house, <laughs> <laughs> so good. 
Oh no, 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 no. dolls. Oh my god. I wasn't even thinking about that. Oh god. Now you the are. dolls in the corner. Oh, they won't stop looking at me. It's really a nuts. Looking at you, Harley. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, never mind. That's, that's my Spooky's favorite. real voice. That is <laughs> unbelievable. Like, never mind. That's my favorite moment. I'm telling you, he's Satan. He's the devil. He's the devil. He just comes out of absolutely nowhere. Andy Coops has gone wild. He's lost mm-hmm. it completely. All right, let's do the episode. Let's talk right, it through. It's here. We made it. Unbelievable. Episode 11 of season two, Anderson's Funhouse. Uh, folks have been dropping hints at you about tiny bubbles for far too long. Yes. I think before the season even made it to Netflix, people were like, mm-hmm. who's going to do season two? Like, it's been a year, it's coming. Yeah. And I feel like there were tiny bubbles references in a few podcasts. Tiny bubble. Yeah, people keep like saying it as if like they think that they're getting one past me. I'm like, I, I know what, like, I know that like something tiny bubbles is going to happen. Yeah. So like I know that this and is a thing, happen. and yeah. it, it happens. So, but I don't think that I could have expected like this like yeah. dark evil twist to I it. I mean, that was my question, Josh. Did Tiny Bubbles live up to your expectations? Yeah, I mean, well, what what I think what it, I would actually I would say I would say no because I don't think that like I expected this at all. So like I think I was like sideswiped by the tone. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. Like what I because like. I mean, but, I guess I had tracks. Like, you two are both incredible, but you could both be very dark. Like, you could both like, be, you know, like some weird, disturbing shit. And so, like, I guess, like, wrong. Like, I guess it's like, it, it like tracks to a degree that, like, you would both be, like, super deeply into, like, the like, darkest comedy that the mole presents. Yes. But, like, there was no part of me that thought that that was, like, the consensus pick for, like, the mole moment would be, like, something that was, like, like, saw levels of disturbing. Uh, so did it live up to the expectations? I would say no, simply because like this was not a this was not, not an on option radar. on the radar yeah. for me. Was that like the thing would be a horror house? Mm-hmm. Uh, that it would be Anderson's fun house. And I'm quotes air quoting right now because it's not fun. It's disturbing. This is what's inside the hell house when you get sucked yes. into the hell yeah. house. Yeah, this is what Josh. happens when you poison the hell house. You poison the fun house <laughs> and it turns into a hell house. Jeez. <laughs> Uh, all right, all right. Let's try and talk yeah. about it. Uh, <laughs> Bill is squeezing out exemptions, as he said. You had a visceral reaction. Yeah, to he that says, phrase. "I'm just going to keep squeezing out exemptions." I'm like, that's disgusting. Because <laughs> I see that now, and I hate it. It's get so much worse. I hate it. Like, I do think that the mental image there is like the most disturbing thing. It really sets the, the tone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Heather is concerned that she is in a coalition with Dorothy the Mole. Dorothy has a confessional where she's not wearing glasses. I think it's suspicious. Oh, wow. Um, Dorothy and Heather are interviewing each other. Bill and Al are interviewing each other. And then presumably, I guess, they trade and everybody gets to interview the other players the, at some point. The like, the like the Sorkin-style walk and talk yeah. with, mm-hmm. with Al and, uh, with, um, and Bill. And Bill. Uh, and like Bill, like getting at what is it, what does Al ask him? Is it just like straight up like, are you the mole? And Bill just like goes, I prefer not to answer that question. How about you? Uh, terrifying. The only one scarier than Anderson I think Cooper. It's his strategy of how he's going to win the game because then Bill asks him the same question, and Al tells Bill he's going to put all his answers on one person, and he's like, but then. That's what I said to Bill, but then I told Heather I was going to split it up. Never show your hand. Right, right. This is the strategy. 
Yeah, I mean, poor Al. I'm so sad that he's gone. Um, I really like. I really took it like he was so. He seemed like so clever. He's such like a big TV character. Like you could see him being like a little bit gamey and that like it's all in the game type stuff. Uh, but I guess like it does turn out that like he really was like he was clueless. Like he was just off the mark here. Um, this is another reason why like. I think Dorothy is off the list for me because he suspected Dorothy the most, right? Doesn't he say that a bunch of times that Dorothy's the one he suspects the most? If he's going all in on Dorothy, then 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 he would have. If she was the mole, he would have gotten it. Unless he spread it out, I don't know. I guess I guess we'll find out in the reunion a little bit more about some of the strategies. I assume, yeah. I expect. I don't know. At one point, he says that like. Heather suspects Dorothy, and Dorothy suspects Bill, and Bill suspects Heather, and he's like, and then I'm just on the side also here. Right, 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 right. Um, yeah, so we get to the next day, it's breakfast, and Anderson is telling the players that there's going to be one exemption up for grabs this round, and it's going to be the final exemption of the game. It's three, but not Yep. Uh, I was surprised. I was surprised that uh, an exemption was on the table for the final four. So they didn't have this last last season, right? No, I don't believe so. Yeah. In the first season, there's only a couple of exemptions total. Right. And then season this two, season, like, they're like, we're throwing them out yeah. there left and right. Three exemptions in one round, no problem. Yeah, yeah. Just give them away. Like well, candy. I think they kind of learn that there's so much heightened drama with, these, with yeah. the exemption. Like, you give somebody a choice to save their own ass or put money in the right. pot. Right. And it causes tension. It makes other people think you're the mole. Yeah. But you also have to take the exemption so that you can stay in the game. Right. It, yeah. It's it's a very fun dichotomy. If you're not the mole, it's kind of a good, it's like a win-win in a way because you're safe and if it makes other people suspicious of you, all the better for you because mm-hmm. then they're putting their answers on the wrong person. Right. Uh, the downside, obviously, being you're not making as much money, but you're not going to win the money at all if you get executed because yeah. you weren't safe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so Anderson tells them about the final exemption uh, and says the game only gets harder from here. And then we get a special delivery from the mole, Catherine. From Catherine. It's a wrapped present, and inside the box. Is it's maggots. Yay. You spend a long time on the maggots at the table. Yeah, you look at the like the like the box itself. Like it, like you can like kind of like feel like you can feel like what the box feels like. You know what I mean? Like a sort of like, damp. Yeah, pick it up, shake it. Ooh, Ugh. what is this? <laughs> but like, I feel like I I feel like I could like touch the box. Like I felt yeah. like I could like imagine like that like. Like like the soggy cardboard. Yeah, and it's not a science box. Soggy no, it's cardboard. <laughs> no, it's just like somebody's recycled box that they got something yeah. else shipped in. Yeah, they turned it inside out. Yeah, stapled it back together. Oh yeah. my god! And they get everywhere. There's that shot of the one in like the glass of water. <laughs> oh, I can't. It's so gross. It's vicious. It's vicious. It's gross. But the best part of it is the long debate they have about 
What do we do with yeah. the maggots? Like, do we can't have to... just leave this at the table. Someone has to Bill clean this up. Like, kind of like rifling through them. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm just trying to find a clue. He said, trying to hide the fact that he was like shoving just a like, knife through he was the like, box. He was just like stroking the maggots. Like, good, like, good. Popping a couple in his mouth yeah. when everybody's yeah. not looking. The Palpatine mother. Anyway, um, Al's like, that's not coming with me. No, 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 no. The worst part too is that it, uh, it, it, um, the maggots show up after what appeared to be. A delicious lunch. The pasta on the mm, table looked yeah. amazing. Some sort of just like marinara deal, marinara. like perfectly sauced. Uh, mm-hmm. Didn't feel like overly sauced. It felt like the po- like the sauce was clinging to the pasta in the way that you want a sauce to cling to the pasta. Looked like fantastic. they didn't rinse the pasta when they drained it. One of the best looking uh, pasta dishes that we saw all season long. Well, I would say probably the best looking pasta dish of the season. I'm not ready to tell you what my like top ten food items across the two seasons of the mole are, but I think that this would make the list. Though perhaps it's not number one even in this episode. Uh, <laughs> yikes! Not as good as. Last last oh. rites by Mickey D's. Yeah. Oh man. Um. So Catherine then says, "Well, I'm going to leave that with you guys. Yeah. Uh, good luck." Please. <laughs> um. Yeah. And as just said, the players don't know what to do with the box of maggots that is sitting on the table at this restaurant because no one should have to clean that up. Um. That seems like it should be a production problem, not a poor server at the restaurant problem. They're not getting paid enough for that. Um. And there is a discussion about eating bugs and how much money you would have to be paid to do so. Al said he's not eaten a bug for $100,000. Bill said, I've eaten a few bugs before. Yeah. For $100,000, I would. How many many of those do I have to eat to secure $100,000? Can I use (laughs) condoms? Yeah, fair question. Can um, I put some of that marinara sauce on? Yeah, just put it into the yeah, pasta. Can I put it in the pasta and I don't know which bite has it? It doesn't look too dissimilar to a cavatelli, you know? <laughs> uh, there are certain pasta types that are, you know, maggotish. Mm-hmm. They are at least much smaller than, like, the the grubs that they eat on the first season of Survivor. Yeah, yeah I would not eat one of those. Disgusting. Yeah, I think I... I think I eat a maggot for hundred k. Yeah. I think also, I can eat a few of those for hundred k. How hungry am I? Yeah, because that was always my thing with the survivor stuff. Was sure, that's a different. Yeah, yeah. that's a different scale. Yeah, yeah. Know, like, and the protein ratio. Yes. They always say that like mm-hmm. insects, like mass to protein, the ratio right. is very high. I mean, I've eaten grasshoppers. You yeah. know, you get them yeah. in the like the Oaxacan restaurants. Yeah, they're good. Of course. Yeah, they're, oh, they're tasty. Oh, they yeah. can be really, really good. Super crunchy, salty. Yeah. Oh yeah. I nannied for a family and I used to have to like pick up live crickets for some pet that they had uh, at the pet store on the way home from school with the kids. And I was like, I don't even want to do this. You and I'm not eating them. Prepare it properly and uh, not so bad. It's for me. It's okay. not so bad. Um, so, yeah, I think I'd, I think I would I'd pop a few of those maggots for 100K. Why not? You know, get it in the pot. Good to know. Yep. Uh, we're going to fast forward Good from, for the food from lunch to two in the morning. Yeah. Here we are. Mm-hmm. Nothing like, good happens after 2 a.m. That's really true. You know, it's pretty accurate. Uh, and we're just like, we're around a table. And Anderson's just like, hi. <laughs> Welcome to Anderson's Fun House. And everyone's looking at him being like, are you, have you been replaced? Like, you murder us right are now? Are the same guy? It's like, yet yeah, this is like the final act of the horror movie where like 
the horror movie is like fairly normal for like the first two acts and like no one's been killed yet and then suddenly in the final act like all hell breaks loose like that's the vibe here of like you thought I was your friend yeah but now I need to introduce you to my girls (laughs) (laughs) yeah we fake burned some bags we had a fake gladiator battle everybody was fine we fake executed a bunch of people we played tag And now we put Rudy's head on a pipe. Yeah, I mean, I guess like I guess that's a really good point. I think like when you think back to like Rudy's head on a pipe, like Anderson's fun. That's house, a red flag. Anderson's yeah. fun house was inevitable after that. <laughs> Should have seen that one. They coming. killed Rudy, you know. Well, I mean, like Bill killed Rudy, right? Yeah. Uh, and then they, but they didn't. But then they celebrated. But they didn't it. have to like desecrate the body. Yeah. Like, yeah. As have, a warning. Yeah, like they didn't have to like. But who is that warning to, precisely? Al, it would seem. Yeah, it would seem that way. Yeah. Um, so they're gonna play. They're gonna play a card game uh, in order for one person to leave. Is uh, yeah. The is rules the- of this game are like kind of odd, and I've watched this episode many, many times. But it just feels both more complicated than it has to be, and then also the chip. It is a piece of, I don't know, cardboard or poster board of some kind right. that just says $25,000 on it. Yeah. Why is that the way we're playing this game? Yeah, I posited that uh, they had all taken some sort of hallucinogen <laughs> and that like they had like shrunk down like Alice in Wonderland style. Mm. To get into the fun house. To get into the fun it's house. A yeah, it's a dollhouse. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The and girls so, are actually very large. Yes. yes, yes, yes. And that's why like the card proportions are what they are. Yeah. Uh, that's terrifying. The dolls are huge. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. It's like when you make a tiny dinosaur into a lizard, then it's actually a very large lizard. I'm surprised that they didn't do like uh that they didn't have like the dolls like keep up uh Dorothy and Heather all night long. Because they were in the same room with the dolls, right? Could have just been calling them harlots yeah. all night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's out of nowhere. It's the <laughs> nowhere. Best part. It's like a very specific effect that only gets used that one time. Quiet, Harlots. And who is who is it directed at? And Unclear. why is it? And you know, it's like one of those moments where, like, uh, like, like you uh, you thought you knew Anderson. Like, you guys <laughs> are buddy buddy at this point. Like, you're getting along. Everything's fine. And then he's like, come over to my house after dinner. And like, well, you know, we'll celebrate and it'll be a great time. And then you go over there and you set foot inside. And you're like, oh, no. And like, you instantly know. And he's like, this doing a mistake. He's like doing like, um, like Anthony Perkins, Norman Bates stuff. Like, mother, you know, like yeah. he's like talking yeah. to the dolls like they're real. <laughs> uh, and like, this is like, this is serious newscaster Anderson Cooper yep. doing this stuff. Yeah. Oh. And we all thought that, like, when he had the giggle fit, like, it's like, wow, look at that. That guy, who could have predicted this guy had such whimsy? And it's like, well, you didn't watch the mole, obviously. Uh And I was primed for this because this was the Anderson Cooper I knew up to this point. Yeah. This was the Anderson Cooper. Reset that for people who may not remember. Now, Anderson Cooper has a long storied career as a TV journalist. And several years prior to the mole being a thing, Anderson Cooper's main job, he worked for ABC News. And he was the sometime anchor of something called World News Now, which aired between 3 a.m. and 5 a.m. And the only people that watched this. Peak Funhouse. Oh, yeah. I'm saying. 
This is why I was primed Coming for to you guys. They had a Anderson's fun house. <laughs> yeah. So Anderson, like zero F's given. But just like he knew no the only people watching it were psychopaths, nursing mothers, and college students. And he leaned into it hard. And so I that was by far not the first Anderson Cooper giggle that I've seen in my life. <laughs> Anderson Cooper giggle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And like this, this show was was off the rails. Like they did talk about news. They aired segments from the other news shows. And they also had a guy singing a polka theme song. And I believe they still air that. Can you find this stuff anywhere? Is it on the internet? Oh, I'm sure it's on the internet. All right, we got our post multiple project. It may also be on a bunch of VHS tapes in my parents' basement. Oh god! I mean, there is that classic gift that comes up also of him like in a French fry shirts or something shoving french fries into his mouth and i don't know where i believe that comes that's from, from. his and his afternoon talk show that he had for a year in the daytime yes this was a daytime thing anderson cooper french i mean fries. i have looked for mole gifts constantly there and there are none uh, shout out to todd the librarian in the discord who i know has made a few that exist in the discord for us and in his like secret gift library um, but if you just look for them in like Tenor or Giphy or wherever, you can't find them all, but you can find this one of him shoving French fries into his um, face. What's wild, there's some wild stuff about this image of <laughs> shoving French fries. He loves McDonald's. My God. He and McDonald's go way back. It's very clear that this dude has a lot of love. Like, either he loves McDonald's or like McDonald's, like, owns the fun house and so like he needs to like play ball Anderson's McDonald's fun house doesn't brought own to you by McDonald's house. his mother built it for him <laughs> when he was his, his, mother, his mother is Mary McDonald I don't know it's that, it's that Vanderbilt money yeah seriously <laughs> Vanderbilt built uh, McDonald's um, the whole thing is so sketch it's so sketch it's so disturbing do you like my dolls yeah I think the thing more than anything is I'm so disturbed I'm just like <laughs> There's like the close-up shots of the doll's eyes moving. It's so disturbing. I have like been this like disturbed since like the ring. Like it's like really unsettling. Yeah, Anderson Cooper's gonna crawl out of the TV in seven I don't days. I like that. No, that I do like actually. Come on I, out. I, I like Come on out of the TV. Yeah. Come hang out in Zed's funhouse. Yeah, yeah. I'll, party. That, I'll bring the wine. Yeah, yeah, I changed my mind. I'm into it. I'm into it. Uh, so they have this card game that they got to play, and like. Uh, like everyone has to like put the money in in, in order for there to be a hundred k into the pot. Right, you then, get to decide if you want to when if you have the highest card because literally you just get dealt a card and luck of the draw. You have the highest card. Uh, you get to decide if you want to put your money into the pot or if you want to kick somebody out of the game, which increases your odds, obviously, of staying in and getting to go to, to sleep. The, yeah. Right, um, but there's like a, a like a, an opening round because like there's this moment of tension with Dorothy. Maybe I don't fully get what that was all about. So the group sort of agrees that what makes the most sense is not to kick anybody out before they've put their money in, and it so happens, at least the way that we're shown, that they each get the highest card in turn, so that they each have an opportunity to put the money in okay. before anybody gets the highest card a second time and has no. No option other than kick somebody out. Got of the it. Game. Okay. Okay. And Dorothy's thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I could just eat you from the game. Yeah. Right. Yes. Right. Dorothy's savage. You know, she's it's a good about strategy it. because if you still have money to put into the pot, you're not the one who's going to get kicked out. Yeah, it's right. going to be the other person. Yeah. 
our full-on bullies are into like, yeah. what are you doing? It's like, I can't, I don't understand the hesitation. I can't believe it. Yeah. And it works. Look, in hindsight, Al, maybe not the sharpest in the in the. In he's the so shed. pure. Well, he's already put his money in, so the right strategy for him yeah. is absolutely to make sure yeah, everybody else also he, like, doesn't understand in. what she's doing is what it seems yeah. like. So it's like, maybe he doesn't, yeah, yeah. Uh, but she ends up, she's like, okay, fine. Uh, here. For all the good it does her, because then Al gets high card the next round and is like, he who hesitates dies yeah. or something like that. Go sit with the girls. Yeah, yeah, he slays her. He sends her to the girls, the yeah. Anderson's girls. Dorothy, please go sit with my girls. Oh my god! In like the Shining version of this, Jess, like you know how like at the end, like it like uh, zeroes in on like the photo at the Overlook Hotel and like oh yeah, Jack, Jack Nicholson's Nicholson. been there the whole time. There's like a version of this episode. Where you cut to Anderson's dolls and like we are there, like we turned into dolls. Someone's gonna Photoshop that, oh, Josh. Gosh. So you brought it into the world. Oh, this boy. is your manifestation. It's the Dharma Initiative, nineteen seventy-three. We've been, we were there, <laughs> we've been we were there the, the whole time, time. Yep. the whole way. My God. So yeah. So it's Dorothy first, and mm-hmm. then Al. Right. Heather sends out Al, uh, and then Bill gets an ace. I so like this card. He, yeah, he's yeah. unbeatable, yeah. which means Heather's got to go. Bill gets to go sleep in the hotel. My I thought this was business. unfair. I thought that this was this was probably my biggest critique of the episode is you're trotting out Anderson's fun house and you're not going to subject all four people to the fun house. Yeah, party fell. Uh, like I do think that like. Missed opportunity to have like Bill doing some bullshit, but Bill would probably enjoy it. I kind of would love to see. Yeah, that. Be yeah. Great television. Yeah. There are many rooms so, in my fun house. So, what yeah. room would you put Bill in? Of those three, or no, invent three a new room, for Bill. Well, I would. Ju- so the first one, I would like to <laughs> tread water in a pool for would, as long oh, as you can, with like eels in the pool. <laughs> like, Ooh, well, if I'm allowed to move around, yeah. I could do it it's for like, a yeah. long time. Ooh, new friends. Um, of the ones that existed, though, I would obviously love to see. Uh, Bill in the maggot cage, mm-hmm. uh, like, like, cause, like. It'd be pretty tight in there. <laughs> It'd be like <laughs> he's got to get his leg up over that. Uh, I would bottom. love to <laughs> watch Bill get, get into the cage. <laughs> It'd be so hard. Uh, so I think of the three that existed. That's where I would send him. But sure, I like the treading water. Would be hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah, I already form. said I can't do yeah. it. Yeah, you've seen oh my it. God. Oh my god! It's like treading water in like, uh, or like treading like an, a a small pool of beer. Uh, oh. That was his weakness before. Right? He's like, "Ooh, I gotta stay here for a beer." Uh, back in episode two, I think it was. You can put him in that Survivor challenge where you have to have your head above water and it just keeps filling oh, up. The, oh like, god! The yeah. one? Oh no, I oh. hate that torture chamber. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying I mean, to torture Bill just, here. I guess that's fair. Now. It's true. Uh, okay, so that happens. He goes. He mm-hmm. leaves. So then Anderson takes Dorothy away, and Al tries to trick Heather into telling him she's the mole with like hot or cold, wet or dry, north yeah. or south. Are, Are you, you the mole? mole? Doesn't work. <laughs> Doesn't work. Yeah. Nice attempt. Even though it's, it is the middle of the night, they they played this game at two in the morning. It's now three fifteen or so, as or at least it is when Al gets taken to his room. Um, Anderson takes Dorothy to her room. She has to go sit in a little box for 30 minutes 
And he explains to her, the other players also have to stay in their rooms. If anyone leaves their rooms, they sacrifice $100,000 that they put into the pot in the card game. She's like, that's it. I just sit here for 30 minutes. He says, yep, that's it. Your time right. starts when I leave the room. That's all we see at this moment in time. Al gets... It's nice they get to have their watches. Yeah, so she knows. She's got an alarm. She's like, great, it's been 30 minutes. Get me out of here. This is a nightmare. Would you prefer that? You would rather know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, imagine... This is what I actually think is the worst part about Heather's room. Like, the snake is bad enough and the dark is bad, but not knowing how long you have to be in there. Like, if you've ever been on standby for a flight, that's the absolute worst part about it. It's like, I have no idea how long I'm here. I don't know if I can, like, take a nap. I don't know if I can go get food and then come back. I, like, I'm just yeah. captive stuck here waiting at this desk yeah. for someone to tell me I can get on this yeah, airplane. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's without being threatened by a very large snake in the dark. Yeah, You're well, not going to send like, a, a snake that's going to kill you. Well, no. I would be more worried for the snake. At this point. Yeah. yeah. She's going to step on that in the dark. Yeah. I'd be more afraid of that. I think that would be my neurosis. Like, don't let me hurt the snake. It's like, I don't I'm just going to sit in a corner and, like, put my hood up over my head if I have one, which I think yeah. Heather did. I felt like I wish Dorothy had. Because, like, yeah. I would have stuck my head inside her non-hooded jacket yeah. if I were her. And, like, all of my body parts inside my sweatshirt. No and contact between me. No, no. Yeah. No. It's in there with you. I had a friend who had a snake like this growing up. Uh, uh, I believe his name was Arthur. The snake? <laughs> yeah. Snake <laughs> I believe of the friend. my friend's name. Yeah, I believe the, the snake's name was Arthur. And Arthur was great. Welcome to Arthur's friend. Arthur got lost in the house at one point. <laughs> no. Um, for a month. Non-starter. Uh-uh. So, Absolutely not. I'm going to interject here. The idea of snakes being lost in a building for a month is triggering to me because I worked at the Bronx Zoo in oh. 2011. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay, well, Google, <laughs> anyway. Google's your friend, folks. Yikes. Uh, yeah. Arthur went missing. Um, Arthur was fine. I really liked Arthur a lot, so I think if I'd been in Heather's shoes, I'd be like, ah, that's great. Arthur. Arthur was okay. Arthur ended up being totally fine. They like to hide. They find some place warm. Yeah, they hunger Arthur down. ended yeah. up being great. It is good. I'm glad you asked. Arthur was well. Arthur was great. Yeah. Arthur's fun house. Yeah, I'm always Arthur's concerned about house. the welfare of the snake. I yeah. understand. Of course. Absolutely. Yeah. I think if the snake and Heather could have acclimated to each other, maybe I think it would have been, okay. been fine. I think it would have been okay. I think Heather could have given it a little more time. Just yeah. a touch. Just a touch more time. Well, this reminds me of the show. This aired on the Fox Reality Channel, which everybody had. In You're not spoiling the quiz right now, right? No. If she is, let her. Okay, this is a show. I assume we've all heard of this because, well, Chappelle is. I don't know if he actually ever got it onto Reality Rewind or he's like lobbying to get it on Reality Rewind. It's called Solitaire. Solitary. Yeah. And it was basically you'd be in a room and there'd be like a voice that would tell you to do things. And how well you did depended on how long you could outlast the other contestants at whatever torture they were inflicting. And you didn't know how anybody else was doing. And so it was like being on standby for a flight yeah. for days it's on an end. Evil Taskmaster. Yeah. yeah. It was Evil, evil Taskmaster. Taskmaster is a good idea. 100% Evil Taskmaster. And they had one where they put him in a box and they said, okay, stay in this box for three hours. And whoever is the furthest away from three hours when you come out of the box, mm-hmm. you get checked. Um, okay. So they have uh, Dorothy is in the maggot chamber. Oh, God. 
That's what to call it. Yeah. I think that, it's the I, cockroach chamber, more specifically. The only thing, the only thing, I guess that's true. Uh, the only that it's thirty minutes, but that is a, but they, like it's called thirty minutes for a very specific reason. It's like a claustrophobic nightmare, uh, and like a an insectophobes. Like this would be my of the three. Like this would be the one that I would be like, no way. Like this is disgusting. Yeah. I have and, a like, physical reaction to it as it's happening. Yep. Watching it just now, and I've seen it so many it's times. Like, it's so tight in there. Like, gee, like yeah, no way. Like that for me. Like give me tiny bubbles every day of the week. <laughs> I think. I always have to remind myself that Dorothy finished the task. Yeah. yeah. I always assume she didn't because yeah. of how, A, how angry Al gets at her and B, how awful it is. How did she do that? Yeah. Yeah. It's really gross. They're so big. They're huge. There's nowhere to go. You're just like in the dark and then you're in the like dark, dark because they do turn uh, the lights off for the yeah. last like minute or two. Uh, yeah, it's no. bad. It's bad. And you can hear it. Yeah. And that's also and awful. You can feel them. So bad. Yeah. I, I mean, you can tell because it's, you know, quote, only 30 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Like, that's the worst one. Yeah. Because yeah. they couldn't bear to make it longer in yeah, this, like, house of nightmares. That's the tell. Like, they know that, like, you can do, like, 30 minutes in here. Like, they know that even just, like, the 30 minutes might be it's intolerable. Like yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, Dorothy, for me, is off the list of suspicion because she endures this. Yeah. Uh, like, if you're the mole, like, it is so, especially this late, I feel like you don't endure this so that you can take the money out. Uh, and, like, it is so understandable that you're not doing this They're one. Like, yeah, they dropped cockroaches on me. I gotta go. Yeah. What was the selection process for how everybody wound up in their spots? It was like random. Okay. Was it just like the order that they got eliminated mm. from the oh, game? Maybe. Yeah, yeah maybe. I don't know that they address it directly on but the they, show. But it does go in the order of Dorothy's out first, then Al, and then Heather, yep. and that's yeah. how they assign out the room. Yeah. So I think check. that's probably what yeah. it is. Portions of the game not affecting the outcome were edited. <laughs> edited for time. Dorothy's yeah. all, Dorothy can't be the mole for me at this point. And uh, MVP tonight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, so Al gets taken to his room. Uh, he just has to spend the night on this bed that has no mattress. Wait, what, what does on the bed mean? <laughs> what does on the bed mean, Anderson Josh? is off like a rocket. <laughs> yeah. yeah what does part. on the bed mean? It looks, it looks like this. Or like this, Al. This but would not be like, on the bed? But not like this. This would be on the bed? This yeah. would not be on the this bed. This would not be on the bed. This would be on the And he's just like butt <laughs> out. Uh, legs up legs in the, to the air. sky, just like kicking around. I was like, "What are you doing that one yeah. for?" Legendary, yeah. legendary TV journalist Anderson Cooper, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. God, I hope that he and Al still hang out. Those two have such great rapport. Uh, just absolutely, <laughs> they really do. They like totally vibe together. Yes, for sure. Like if Al and Anderson ever ran into each other now, I hope that it would just be like A like joyous, old friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. Him on the bed is so funny. Yeah. Uh, and then Al being like, what's up with all of these bubbles? And she's like, oh, those tiny bubbles? Don't worry about that. Uh-huh. Like, oh, you cheeky. Unbelievable. In this room with a disco ball, which is like the disco ball doesn't get a it's lot like of play. non-factor. It's just perfect. It's just also there in yeah. this room where he has to stay on the bed with yeah. no mattress where yes. there are bubbles like raining the, down the on him. The strobing effect yeah. uh, is, is very real. I've yeah. never tried to sleep in a room with a disco ball. Neither have I, but I don't recommend it. Not to my memory. Yeah. Hasn't happened for me yet. 
Passed out in a room with a disco ball? Could be. Maybe. Possible. Maybe. Possible. Yeah. Possible. possible. Intentionally possible. tried to sleep in a room with a disco ball? Definitely not. No, oh. probably not. Uh, and then, so, then Heather, then the Tiny Bubble song starts, then Heather's in the room, and I guess we never find out how long she has to be there, right? Because Anderson just says, until I come until to I get come you. Until I come to get you. That's, that's killer. That one's tough. That one's tough. I get it. I mean, like... I think she could have... Been- this is the thing, though, and this is what we talked about at the start of the season. They didn't really burn their bags. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, for me, there's no way that they're, like, sending, like, an actual, like, death Carnivorous snake. Yeah, death they're not fucking snake. sending me the death snake. Like, that's not happening. Like, they're not gonna do that to me. Yeah, I swear, like, Heather comes out after about two minutes, and Anderson is right there. Yeah. yeah. He was he probably like, anywhere. He's like, yeah, I was just about to come get you. They didn't have to wake him up from, you know, the middle of the night from he anything. went to bed. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was fine. His life was fine. Yeah. That's like, um, you know, they when Phil Hogan comes to eliminate you in the field, you're taking Right. Yes. Yeah. So everybody's been set up in their rooms. Uh, we see the roaches start falling on Dorothy, followed by tiny bubbles starting to play in Al's room. Uh, we get our first montage of Al and Tiny Bubbles with Al in his various positions on the bed with no mattress. Uh, uh, oh, I had a question for you when we were watching. Oh, yes. Um, yes. Was, so he can't get off the bed, but what if he has to use the potty? Okay, so I, I have some background on this. Okay. This is um, something that I learned in my extensive research about the program. Yes. So Al had to potty while he was on that bed. Of course he did. Of course he did, because five hours. Yeah. And, and so he he knows he can't get up from the bed. And so he leans over and he unzips and the production's coming in like, like you cannot pee on the floor of this rented Italian villa. You may have a potty break. And so he got a potty break. Okay, and he came got it, got it, got it. That's great. He's like, that's fine. I'll follow the rules. I'll stay here. Oh, yeah. And I will piss on the floor of Anderson's Funhouse. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, smart play, just a little reprieve, mm-hmm. but then they probably blasted the song yeah. even Anyways, worse. He probably did it earlier than than he otherwise. Poor might guy have. doesn't even have tiny to do bladders. it. It's yeah. tiny bladders. Yeah, like, <laughs> he's he's there the whole night. He's there until eight in the morning. Yeah, and Heather, based on the way the show shows this to us. And it may not be accurate, but it looks like Heather gives up before Dorothy is done. So Heather's in there for less than half an hour. Yeah. Al's in that room for five hours. Yeah. Half an hour in, it's for nothing. I mean, it's not intolerable. That's what I'll say. Like, it's ridiculous and it's going to feel awful and like you're going to go slowly mad and you will be very tired the next day. Yes. But you can survive tiny bubbles. You, you can survive can. five hours of tiny bubbles. I used to have uh, neighbors downstairs of this apartment who would blast music at all of hours course. of the night. Mm. So I have experienced I mean, not tiny bubbles specifically, but a repetitive baseline for many, 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 yep. many hours. I think any New Yorker could mm-hmm. survive tiny bubbles. Yeah. yeah. I, I had one year in high school. There was um, the girl that lived upstairs from me was going through a bad breakup. And so oh, she no. would just play Juice Newton's Angel of the Morning oh, on repeat no. for many hours at a time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I I could ha- I think I could handle the tiny bubbles. 
I would never want to watch. I would never want to watch uh, or listen to Tiny Bubbles ever again. Like literally never. The way Al like deadpan when uh-huh. when we get to the morning and Bill is interviewing them. Yeah, he's, he's like, doing like the green eggs and ham never, about it. Like I heard it fast. It front ways. I heard <laughs> it slow. I do not like it fast. I do not like it slow. He I do not like it of... forwards. I do not like it backwards. Yeah. I will not eat Tiny Bubbles, Anderson. I am. He he had a lot of time to formulate that right. soliloquy. Yeah, and like he. A hundred percent to the point that like he repeats it verbatim to Bill. Yeah. Yeah. Like he says that when he's like, Well, you don't like the song? And he like says all that, and then when he's getting interrogated by Bill, like the truth is memorized at that point yeah. for, for like it is indelibly burned. Like, I hope Alice to hear brain. it never again in my life. <laughs> That's crazy. Expressionless. <laughs> uh, like the emptiness, the defeatedness. The void. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like a much larger bubble now. <laughs> the best part though is when um so like Heather and Dorothy go to sleep and Al comes in and like he's like so like he's like exasperated by the fact that they are like dead asleep. Yeah, so Heather bails yeah. and she goes to sleep in a sleeping bag on the floor with in the room with Anderson's girls. Yes. Uh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then Dorothy finishes her task because it was 30 minutes. Right. And she comes back into the room where they played the card game with Anderson's girls and Heather says, "Oh, you didn't do it either." Right. Um, cause she presumes that like, if you're coming into the room, that means you gave up on your thing. Right. Um, and so they swap stories and then they go to sleep and then eight in the morning finally comes after a second montage of Al and tiny bubbles. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> I love the moment where like it stops for a second. He's like, okay, yeah, and and you're gonna come like, back, and he's like, yep, there it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, Al is definitely the perfect person for this to have happened to. <laughs> There's like no one who's even close he's to being like, a better yeah, candidate. This is my life now for yes. the for the next five hours. Yes. I'm just gonna do this. Yes, uh, that was indeed yeah. his life. So he comes into the room, and then he learns that like it was all for nothing. It's brutal. Yep. Even before that, he's like, "What? You slept in here?" Yeah. 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 You, first of all, you slept. Yeah, yeah. you slept. Yeah, he's so pissed. No, like you didn't get an exemption. He's like, "I didn't get a wink of sleep." Is what I didn't yeah, get. Yeah, get a wink of sleep. He's so mad. He's so mad. Oh my god! Oh, it's so good. Yeah, he's furious. Understandably and, so. And so, like, you know, we've seen throughout the season, like there have been times, right, where like. They uh they do a thing and then they get like like a late night thing and then they get the full day off and then like they go to dinner that night and like that's the thing and like it seemed like Jazz like like there was no break nope like went straight from the insomnia tiny bubbles infused insomnia to the lie detector you got to remember this is also coming off of giving him eight glasses of wine yeah. and making him stay up all night playing tetherball. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this is just a day or two later, so not caught up on sleep to begin no. with. Al was uh, set up for failure here. Yeah. And he succeeded. Yeah. yeah. And yet. And yet. And yet. And yet. It's like, it's just like Domino's. Well, it's like, yeah. you have to do this. No, it was McDonald's is what they ended up doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Taste of home. A little taste of home. Um, so we go from tiny bubbles and all of that to Anderson singing it at, at Al and then telling them about the lie detector test that they have to take with Bill. Right. Uh, so this is the next part of the game 
They still have a chance to earn some money. Heather lost them the hundred thousand yeah. dollars that they inscrutably won through the card game the night before. Um, but they can earn fifty thousand dollars if they can trick Bill, which involves two of them lying and one of them telling the truth. And this might be the worst torture of all: is telling a bunch of stories and then making making someone guess whether they're true or not. Yeah, it's hard. It's yeah, really, it's, it's almost as if this is what you do every week to us on the quiz. <laughs> this is why I love Anderson so much. He's really a role model for me. We've really just been living in Jess's fun house. We've been in Jess's fun house for a long time. Do you like time. my girls? A long time. <laughs> Jess's girls. Yeah. Uh, so Bill gets shown brief, it sounds like very brief, videos of the bug room and the python room. And then Al's room shows up just as a question <laughs> Like we cannot explain to you in visual form what it is that, I mean, that Al went through. But I also think like because like his story is so ridiculous, yeah. That like keeping that one as the mystery and like I wonder if like they had set this after knowing like what they were gonna Who pick. Who was gonna do? Yeah, because it makes a lot of sense to withhold that one because like it is it is so ridiculous that like you could easily imagine it being like if you did not see that then like it is something that perhaps you would not believe it defies belief yeah to a certain extent for sure yeah um and he does get it wrong right bill like uh, yes. is like uh, his what's his logic his logic is like al sleeps through me snoring he could sleep through anything and al says he didn't sleep a wink mm mm-hmm. mhm and also that he doesn't know all the lyrics to Tiny Bubbles. That he listened to for five Everybody hours. knows all the lyrics to Tiny Bubbles. Yeah. And then he's like, and Dorothy's a liar, and I know it. <laughs> so it's just like, he thought, like, he got, he, he got it right that Dorothy was lying. Dorothy doesn't seem, like, particularly confident in the retelling of the snake story. Heather's very good when mm-hmm. it comes to uh, uh, the... Um, uh, the, the, the bug cage is a very evocative scenario that like you don't really forget I think if you were if the bug cage was described to you like you would have glommed onto every detail of the bug cage yeah. like you would know everything about the bug cage uh, so that's good news at least there's no exemption and they earned $50,000 so, you know they got like half of I guess I guess they got a third of ultimately what they could have gotten right because yeah. they could have gotten mm-hmm. 150 this episode so right um, better 50 than zero, I suppose. But a good strategy, I think, since Heather and Dorothy had already swapped they stories the night before, yes. mm-hmm. to like have them just switch and then have Al tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth yeah. about the excruciating experience of Tiny Bubbles. Although he says it too, he's like, you two swap because you were up all night talking stories and I'll just lay it out there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's so great. Yeah. It's really, really good. Um, so Bill thinks Heather's telling the truth about the bugs. And that Dorothy and Al are lying uh, because he just doesn't think Al would would not have slept at all all yeah. night. Um, Al's very happy that Al that Bill didn't get the exemption. He's like, well, at least I did this for something. Yes. Um, and nobody's getting an exemption tonight. Uh, <laughs> at this point, you said you hoped that Anders that they stay at Anderson's funhouse for the rest of the game. Yeah, I thought that this should be where uh, the rest of the game is located. I, I wish they were still there. Yeah. <laughs> To this day, some would say that parts of them still are. That's a great show. Yeah. Anderson's Funhouse. I'd watch it. I would. I would watch. We it. I kind of watch it every week. We can only hope that the Netflix boom uh, convinces Anderson to reopen the Funhouse. Uh-huh. I think. I think Al left a little part of himself oh, there. Definitely, some part of him died yeah, on that metal on the floor. <laughs> Very nearly. Uh-huh. Uh, so then it's like you guys have been through a lot. 
McDonald's. Yeah. And so they She's just like, I have a treat for you. They load them up with McDonald's and like they say, like, this is the best thing. This is better than the pasta. And this make like I get where they're coming from. They make it look really good. Yeah. Listen, McDonald's has its time and place. And in this realm, it really is the king. Like you just can't get the fries the same way. The burger like, of the fast food chain, like just like it is like it is not good for you, but it is really good it's for a you. Very sometimes. specific taste. Yeah, sometimes. And so like I get it. They've been like off on their journey for all of this time. Uh, you know, like a they've lot of stress. They've been like, they like, loading hard <laughs> to get like McDonald's fries. You know what they're going to taste like. You know exactly what. All of that is going to taste like uh, must have been magical. Must have been a great night. I've been a vegetarian for most of the last twenty years, and I know what all of that food tastes like. like you know, like in that moment, it's like exactly what you want. Um, I did like the there was a uh, there was like a pile of ketchup on like the mountain of French fries, like right in the center, like the like the lava of a volcano. I can understand like making the ketchup go on the side. And I can understand even the drizzling the ketchup over the fries. Yes. This does not make sense. Um, then, like, someone is, like, raking a French fry into, like, the ketchup crater. It's like, but the ketchup is on the... Eat the fries that have the ketchup on but it. But they have too much ketchup. Then, like, you Which pick, is a, it's a flawed system. The, the system is, is wild. Uh, the way that the ketchup, like... Uh, if it, like I can imagine, maybe this is gonna be like now your brother gonna be like, whoa, Wiggler, I don't know, but like you could fork that situation. I think I'm done. Cheese fries. That's how you eat cheese fries. You sure, fork yes. that situation. You've got a bunch of ketchup there. Now, like you stab it, and you kind of spread it around by virtue of the stabbing, mm-hmm. and so now the ketchup gets distributed. I feel like ketchup crater in the middle of the pile of fries, and then you're like slow raking the one French fry through the pile of ketchup fries. It's just like a very weird way of eating French fries. Do we know that that was something somebody was actually eating? Or did that, was that like a setup shot that production did? Oh, right. Yeah. Like a McDonald's commercial. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, For one of you, this is your last supper. Compliments of Mickey D's. Compliments of Mickey D's. That's going to be the end of the line, like, you know. Yeah, because Anderson and Ronald are tight like that. They are tight like that. They're tight like that, for sure. (laughs) No doubt. We know this. He and the clown. He and Grimace really get along a lot, I think. (laughs) Grimace Grimace has a VIP pass to Anderson's (laughs) Funhouse. This is such a visual. Yeah. (laughs) Such a visual. Um, And and, and the ketchup discussion is important. They're good. They're good, Grimace. They're real good, Grimace. They're doing great. Oh, they're like sitting on the veranda, and glasses of wine. Yeah, they're doing great. Um, yeah, and the ketchup is important because it will come up on the quiz. Did the mole have ketchup with their fries at dinner tonight? The quiz is asking the important questions. Yes, the mole Here drizzled the their ketchup. Yeah. The mole dipped their ketchup. The, the quiz the mole had a ketchup volcano. The quiz is really hard because they're like they like uh, like what was the sum total of like the cards they drew? Yeah. And, like, like the the quiz is really hard. I forget who comments on it, but somebody comments on it, like this was tough. This yeah, it was hard. This is like one of the Mole Patrol quizzes. This yeah. was really you have, to re- you have to remember the like four or five or six cards that one person got. Yeah. And if you're not sure who the mole is, did you write down all the cards that everybody got? And now you have to add up one of them and decide that's your answer. Right. That's difficult. Well, you gotta get, you gotta think about like what if everybody at this point? What if the game has been blown wide open and everyone knows who the mole is? 
you got to give it a challenge. It can't just be like, who yeah. pushed all the buttons? There was, there was, I'm trying to remember, oh, they asked, like, who did the mole eject from the game mm-hmm. or, or something to that effect? And, like, Bill was an option in those answers, even though Bill never got mm-hmm. ejected from the game. So they're like, I don't know if the quiz master is, like, grasping at straws of, like, how do I make this well, more challenging But then they point. also had... Who, what kind of music is the mole's favorite? And they had like eight options. Yeah. For four people. Yeah. Yes. And one of the options was everything, but especially jam bands. And I'm like, is that Bill? Because that's a psycho answer. He's a psycho. Everything, but especially tiny bubbles. <laughs> oh, man. Like 1970s Hawaiian Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> um, Josh, I will tell you on the celebrity mole, there is a challenge that involves like like hula dancing, they do a season in Hawaii, yeah, and they're playing tiny bubbles. Of on, course, on they the are. Yeah, yes, like they that's, are. That's the yeah. anthem now. Like that's it. it is iconic. Yeah, of course. Like, of this course. is now the outro music to our podcast. Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the uh, interstitial between we had, we had, had it. It's, 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 it's here already. It was the interstitial. It's actually it been playing here. underneath our talking. This oh whole good, time. good. No, this I'm podcast not. is two hours of tiny bubbles. I'm not doing that to Scott St. Pierre. I'm sorry, folks. No way. No world. No world. Which that's happening. I, I will. Yeah. <laughs> Tiny bubbles. Uh, and so this the the uh, the the execution, and it's Al. You were rooting for it to be either Heather. I wanted or Bill. it to be either Heather or Bill because Heather uh, couldn't couldn't hang with the snake. Uh, Al endures what he endures. Dorothy endures what she endures, and Bill gets to go to bed. Uh, and I like Bill uh, is is so ridiculous that like I kind of didn't want to see Bill go, but like I think I thought out of like fairness to the situation that they just went through, it should be one of those two. Heather get Heather goes green, and then Al comes up next, and I just had this like it is great like the camera work there, like just like sort of like the camera on Al's face of just like he's so tired. You can mm-hmm. see how tired he is. Yeah. And even Anderson's kind of like looking at him. <laughs> There's like, a great shot of Anderson's face. He's <laughs> yeah, Al goes, he's like, I don't want this to happen, but here we go. And he hits the red and yeah. it's Al and I hated it. And I was actually really surprised. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. really shocked that uh that Al goes. But I think like that makes it like this is Al's death episode. Like yeah. it is kind of perfect. This Al's is funeral. Yeah. This is what gets the mole to add the fire making challenge at the final four. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> There's a fire making challenge uh for future seasons. He was the best person at the final four. Right. It's, it's a bubble making it. challenge, yeah. actually. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Oh my god. Who was final four last time? Charlie! Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure. So yeah, the, your theory fits. Ed. Best person goes out of the fourth whoa, spot, right? Whoa, For no, certain whoa, values of no, best. No. He's haunting Anderson's funhouse. Most right iconic, yeah. maybe. He's haunting Anderson's. Fun I mean, house. I'm, one, I'm one of the girls. It's me. I'm in the door. What are you looking at me, Harley? Me and Bernadette. Me and Bernadette. We're part of the dolls. When he called, when he shouted out the harlots, that was us. It, maybe that should have been the fourth room. He had to be in a room with Charlie. Oh, and we'll tell you to come out. Oh, so like, he, oh, like, like he Charlie comes, and Bill would have had a great old time. And he true. comes out and sees a, a clone. Yeah, so it's like, come to the clone room. <laughs> but that's me. I'm not you. We thought we were the same person, but it turns out we're very specific individual characters. Uh, it does indeed seem to be that that's the case. You're oh on a Tuesday. God. Sorry, a Saturday as we're recording this. As you're listening to this, it's probably a Tuesday. It's when it comes out. So 
on a Tuesday. <laughs> on the Tuesday podcast. Um, I, I, now I say days of the week, like Bill, now, and it's Josh's fault. Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Wednesday. Tuesday. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> not even a little bit. Not even a tiny bit. Yeah. Um, Al leaves the mole killer behind it, it, with the legacy of Bribs. Bribs. Um, Lives on. And then Bill takes it, and before he answers if he's the mole, he tries to, he tries to I don't know, exercise like Heather or Dorothy using the, the mole exterminator. And Heather's like, what'd you think? I was going to explode into fire? Yeah, burst into flames? Bill doesn't answer, tellingly. <laughs> True. Doesn't say anything. Like, mm-hmm. I was kind of hoping to. After, yeah. after the funhouse, I thought, I thought anything was possible. Um, Al gets put in the car and sent off, and I really thought that uh, we would cut to inside the car and tiny <laughs> bubbles would be playing, and I think that that's a huge missed opportunity. I think yeah. that they absolutely should have They should have had it on cassette tape, yes. ready to go. Yes. On eight track. That would be, it's 2002. But it's Don Ho. It's too, it's, <laughs> it's too early like in the run of like competitive reality mm-hmm. TV, but in a world where like Jonathan Penner like comes back during like the, the final walk <laughs> yeah. and sings at the camera type deal, like yeah. I feel like they're doing that to Al in mm-hmm. like 2012. It's, it's really like a prototype yeah. of that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Al's gone. We're left with Heather, Dorothy, and Bill. One of them will win. One of them's the mole. Yep. Um, and the rest. We're gonna we're gonna take the quiz, and then we'll we'll watch it. So, like, by the time you listen to the podcast, I'll have seen it. So that'll be great, right? Like, we want people to send in their feedback for that mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. We'll do the full thing. Feel free to at me. That's cool. Uh, mole Patrol at Rob has a website dot com. Uh, we'll get all of that stuff uh, for the finale podcast next week. I said finale. Weird. Uh, I said finale. 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 Coming out next Tuesday. This is when we are going to do the finale podcast. Um, Jess, it's time this to get our butts with a quiz. And uh, uh, Jess has been working down to the wire on this one. <laughs> I was I was googling things on my phone on the way down here, and I was. Like, we were settling in to watch the episode. Yeah. And you're we're like, like, like away. Yeah. I gotta finish writing this. It's so, like, what's going on? Is everything okay? What's happening in your phone? You're like, oh yeah, no, I'm just finishing my torture chamber. Yeah. The problem <laughs> was I had a really good idea, and then it's sort of like I had two thirds of it perfect, and then the, the third third, it was like I gotta gotta put something in there. But yes. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a very special theme this week <laughs> here in <laughs> Jessica's Funhouse. Oh God. Week. It's it's a it's my own loving tribute to the greatest episode of television of all okay. time. Okay, we're going to start out. Um, question number one is going to be themed um, creepy houses. Yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. And these are all like weirdly enough, they all came from the mid eighties. So this is going to be very fun. Okay. So we're going to start out with an episode of Webster. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and there was a lot of freaky shit that happened on Webster. Oh, like, surprising amount. Yeah. Okay, so this is um, the season two finale from 1985. During a snowstorm, Webster is exploring the family's new house when he discovers a secret passageway and becomes trapped inside it. To keep himself from being afraid, Webster reminisces about, reminisces about his favorite times with his family, forming the framework for a clip show. Okay, so the, the spooky house for Webster was a clip show. 
Yeah. Okay. He's, got it. he's like his coping, me- coping, coping mechanism. It's to relive the good yes. times. Yes. <laughs> Not that he's like, Outside of this, yeah. like, being trapped yeah. in yeah. the Yeah, outside of being trapped in yeah. Webster's fun house. Yes. Yeah. All right. So then we have Cheers, season five, episode five from 1986. Carla buys a new house for a song, only to learn that it was built on a colonial burial ground and may be haunted. Cliff offers to spend a night in the house with her to defend against ghosts. But it turns out the house is cheap because it's in the flight path of an airport. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that could be scary. Yep. All right. Now we I have. I saw an episode of Six Feet Under where there was a house in the track of the airport and they dropped. I the, remember that one. The poop and it fell on the house. And the I guy remember died. that. Yeah. Did you ever watch Six Feet Under? Six Feet yeah, Under. Happened, every Six Feet Under episode would begin with someone dying. Sure. And it was like that little cartoon about dumb ways to die. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so like uh there was like a plane flying through the air and they like eject like the like the toilet material from the plane. I see. And it like lands on like some yep. guy on a roof. I think yep. is how it went. Raw sewage is bad. Yeah. Real bad. New Yorkers having a lot of problems with it. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Truth. Um not wrong. So flight pads. Houses okay. and flight paths can be scary. Yeah, yes. and you would buy one for pretty cheap. Yes, yeah. yes. Okay, so then we have Benson. Everybody familiar with Benson? I don't think I've ever heard of Benson. Oh, Benson starred the inimitable Robert Guillaume. Okay. And it was a spinoff of Soap. You know about Soap? No. You're all, you're all younger than me. I don't know. I know, this was a little before my time, too. Okay. okay. Soap launched the career of I Billy Crystal. every day. Okay. Was no, like, I know who Billy Crystal yeah, is. you know who Billy Crystal is, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> so it was also it was like groundbreaking Billy Crystal played this character who was gay and he was out Ooh. and it was like groundbreaking mm-hmm. TV show yeah it was okay. a sitcom that was a parody of soap operas got it okay and they had this butler who was kind of like you know who was over everything he was played by Robert Guillaume he was called Benson and then he got a new job and got a spin off yeah he was got his own show where he was the butler in the mansion of the governor of, I don't remember what. Woodbury. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and he had to like polish the aquarium. Yes. So then there was like the whole staff. Um, a lot of famous people in this. Um, Rene Aubergenois, who plays Odo on Deep Space Nine, was yeah. like kind of the, the one of the chief staff of the governor, I think. He was, um, his name was Clayton. He was kind of unhinged. And I think the guy who played Neelix. And Voyager was also with Of course, they're both out of makeup. It's a real trip. Okay, cool. Okay, anyway. So, Benson, season six, episode eight from 1985. When Governor Gatling is asked to be a pallbearer at, the, at his predecessor's funeral, he drops the coffin, which leads Benson and Clayton to become absolutely convinced, absolutely convinced the governor's mansion is now haunted. Okay. 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 And then we got Newhart. You guys know Newhart? I know Newhart. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know Benson, but you know Newhart. No Newhart. Chicago. Mm, yeah. All right. All right. So Newhart, season four, episode 15 from 1986. Strange things happen. When you're going. And strange things strange happen. Strange things happen tonight on Mole. No combination of words that it takes to send us out a whole I know. I was just like, it's like so, there's so many and they're also so brief. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ever. Oh, yeah. I was watching um, the. Uh, the the new Steve Martin Hulu show. Oh yeah, I was watching that. In the building, and like very early on, like there's a, a dead body. Like they see the dead body, and they all like run out. And they're all like panicking because like they've seen a dead body, and like 
Steve Martin says something along the lines of like, I mean, I've seen uh, dead bodies on TV, but but like that. And then he looks at Martin Short. He goes, have you ever? I did the Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, oh, like I just pointed at the screen. Yeah. All right. So never again will I ever. Hear. Have you ever like? I'll never hear. Yeah. You'll never hear it the same such way. Such a common turn of phrase. Yeah. Like, shit, yeah. I'm screwed forever. Anyway. Yep. yep. Thanks, Sarah Carradine. Yes, thank you, Sarah. All right. So New Heart, season four, episode 15, 1986. Strange things happen. And the Loudons start to suspect that their inn is haunted. And it turns out that the previous owners are jealous of the inn's success and have hidden in a secret passageway in order to scare them into selling it back. Um, I have no strong impulses other than uh, the the round the twist connection to Newhart. <laughs> but like, I could see that cutting both ways. That where it's like, just put that in there because yeah. like it's bait. I write these. You do write them all. Three of the storylines are real, yeah. but you write all four descriptions yes. regardless of whether they're right. Yes, false. right. Uh, so I don't have a strong inclination other than that. So I don't know if you feel if you're feeling one. The the dropping the coffin makes them think the place is haunted feels like particularly straightforward yes. compared to a lot of other options. Yeah, in general, the clip show feels a little basic but like feels like a tv setup like yeah, that, that yeah, tracks yeah. to me so webster i think is out i don't feel qualified to weigh in on benson at all right was that the coffin that was the coffin one yeah cheers was the flight path right house right right um so you're thinking benson I mean, you want to say Benson? We got nothing else to go on. Let's go Benson. We're going to say Benson. All right. Well, we're going to have to have the Benson rewatch podcast after we're done with Mole Patrol because yes. you guys are correct. Yes. Okay. Great. Oh my. I, I thought Benson would hit a little harder because no. I, I know it's been a running joke on another podcast I listened to no. for years. No. They had a whole game that was called "Is This Benson." They would just describe episodes. That's you know, hilarious. So, yeah, it was wonderful. My exposure to Benson is aside from Olivia Benson of Law and Order SVU is um, I'm about to spoil the movie. I still know what you did last summer. Okay. Um. So the name of uh uh, I believe. Oh, let me just double check. Uh, I know what you did last summer. What is the name of the guy? I think his name is, is it Ben, uh, Ben Willis, I think is the name of, yeah, Ben Willis is the fisherman, the killer. Yeah, the Gordon's fisherman, yeah. Yes. So his name is Ben Willis. And in, um, the, in the sequel, the killer is Jennifer Love Hewitt's boyfriend, and Jennifer Love Hewitt's boyfriend's name is Will Benson. (laughs) And when he reveals himself, he goes, Will! Ben's son <laughs> as like a big reveal. Who is the actor playing this? Uh, uh, Matthew Settle uh, is the is, is the guy. Is Will Benson? Uh, that's not yeah. helpful. I can't picture yeah. him. Uh, he's just like sort of like wrote just like, like late nineties, early two thousands. Yes, yeah, exactly. That's, that's a basic ass white yeah. dude. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yep. Will Ben's son and Amazing. anyone watching that movie who like didn't think like obviously that guy's the killer. Like no doubt, no doubt. Anyway, that's my only yeah, Benson okay. exposure, or the one that comes Pretty most good. to well, mind. Well, Benson's a solid show. Cool. I, I mean, I, at least the last time I saw it, I was probably about six years old, so yeah. my tastes may have changed, but okay, well, I remember it being good. 
Add right. it to the list of things we're going to go back and watch. Yep. All right. So, question number two. The theme is giant cockroaches. Oh, no, no cucaracha. <laughs> oh, my God. We're stuck in the cage with yep. the bugs. Stuck in the cage with the bugs. Uh. All right. We're going to start with um, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Season 1, Episode 3, 1996. Okay. It's important this to is clarify the, which Sabrina the Melissa Teenage Witch. Melissa Joan Hart. Yes, yes, yes. 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 Okay. Okay. So Sabrina attempts to use magic as a shortcut to build a terrarium for her biology project, which results in the terrarium generating a veritable cascade of Madagascar hissing cockroaches. Yes, the cockroach cascade requires the intervention of Drill, the head of the Witches' Council, played by guest star Penn Jillette, himself no stranger to cockroach-related magic tricks. Does he do cockroach magic? He had a famous trick, Penn and Teller had a famous trick on Letterman, where they conjured like hundreds of cockroaches on David Letterman's desk. Because David Letterman told them they could do whatever they wanted, mm. and so that's what they wanted what they to do. Wanted to do. And okay, yeah. got it. So okay, well, let's put a pin in the cockroach terrarium uh-huh. because I feel like that is very close to like what Dorothy is in. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, yeah. So I'm just put. I'm just marking that. Okay. All right. Okay. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, we got Alf, season one, episode 25 from 1987. Yeah. Is this the one where Alf uh, is asked to stay in, like, the bed as Tiny Bubbles is playing? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Alf leaves a little part of himself behind. Of course yeah. he does. While Alf is cleaning out his wrecked spaceship, he releases a Melmachian cockroach. It turns out the bug spray doesn't kill Melmachian cockroaches. It actually causes them to grow larger. Aww. He eventually accidentally kills the roach by spraying it with perfume. Oh, <laughs> my God. At least it smelled good on its way out. I hope. I don't know. It, you know, it doesn't really automatically know. smell great. Don't remember what cockroaches smell like. Okay. Don't want to know. Okay. All right. Okay. So then we have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. This is the 2010s reboot. Um, season 1, episode 18. In 20- CGI? This is The CGI, okay. Teenage Mutant Ninja CGI Turtles. Got it. <laughs> this is from 2013. Donatello has adopted a pet cockroach and outfitted it with a camera so that he can spy on the Krang. But Spyroach accidentally falls into a vat of mutagen and turns on his masters. I just want to say I love... Spy on the Krang. Spy on the Krang, like you do. Uh, an incredible turn of phrase. Okay. Right. Uh, so Donatello, uh, TMNT face. We're making that right now. Um, all right. Question four. All right. So Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> the classic Powerpuff Puff Girls. Well, not the, the reboot. The new one hasn't come out yet. No. So. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I might have gotten screeners. You don't know my life. Oh, I don't know your life. Okay. 
Season Very one, fun. episode two from Powerpuff Girls. It's not. It's you know what, Josh? Well, if you really shoot want to down do it. my pitches. No, yeah, pitch, yeah, if you got a good pitch, we could talk. We could okay. talk. We could talk. Good enough. All right. Season one, episode two, 1998. A villainous man named Roach Coach plots to take over the city of Townsville with his army of cockroaches. The cockroaches eventually fuse into one gigantic cockroach with Roach Coach inside. But after the girls defeat that roach and move to defeat Roach Coach, this revealed that he is actually not human, but a robot suit piloted by a cockroach. Okay. Like All a right. Matryoshka doll. Some Final Fantasy themes there. Yeah, that's gross. <laughs> but it's a cartoon and I buy it. Yeah. Um, and then Turtles is also a cartoon and I buy that too. Mm-hmm. And so I think it comes down to Sabrina and Alf for me. Mm-hmm. And the Sabrina one, like the description of like the cockroach terrarium is so on with what happens to Dorothy. Yeah. That I, my head goes there to Sabrina. I mean, it feels like a plausible plot line sure. for that show. Yes. Which does not mean it's a real plot. I feel like all of them seem plausible yeah. for the show. I don't know Alf very well. Like I, I know, either, I know, yeah. I know who Alf is. Yeah, that's about what I know about Alf. Um, I mean, you were a toddler. You weren't born yet. Yeah. So Alf, like he can't go back to his planet, and so he stays with the family he's staying with, right? But he has the spaceship the whole time. Is that yeah, right? wrecked in the backyard? Yeah, and so it's just like an ever-ending quest to like get the ship to work again. Yeah, I think. For at least the first season, that's what his quest is, and finally he gives up on it. Got it. And the Alf, the Alf season finale is really messed up. I'm aware. Yeah. That I know about, because we covered it a little bit for Mr. Robot back in the day. <laughs> um, what season was this on Alf? Season one. So he's still okay, okay, monkeying okay, with okay. the All ship, right, thinking okay. he can fix it. Hoping I was about to catch you in a lie. Um, <laughs> Can't catch me. I know. Um, I'm an excellent liar. I know. <laughs> You and Heather. Mm-hmm. Very good at doing deceitful things. I would go. I would go with Sabrina, but I could be convinced that uh, it's something else. I don't so, uh, have strong. I don't know. Let's go, Sabrina. Okay, we're doing Sabrina. Locking it in. Yeah, yeah. two for two. Yeah. <laughs> is, is this easier because I'm in the room with you? No, I, I am. I am trying to study you for tells, but you're not giving anything up, Jess. You really. You got face. no tell. You got no tell. All right, so finally. That's a, that was a, how many times have we done a two out of three? Once, I think. <laughs> on so this, this season. So this is our yeah. second one? Yep. Yeah. Let's hit it. We Here. got this. Ready we're going to be able three, to do three. it. Okay. We we're going it's for a special the, night. Going for the hat Very special evening. Why is this night different? <laughs> for all other nights. <laughs> because we're in Anderson's fun yeah. house. On all other nights, we do not listen to Tiny Bubbles. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, my God. I have more than four questions about Tiny Bubbles. <laughs> I'll tell you. Mm. Okay, so the theme of the final question to that point. The theme of the final question is Don Ho. Of course. <laughs> wow, amazing. Because Don Excellent. Ho's whole thing yeah. is just like he had tiny bubbles. He had a lot of really, he's very talented. Yeah. I love listening to his voice. He's got a tremendous voice. But he also just like guest starred on every single television show between 1966 and 1985. Yes. Like, that was his whole shit. So got it. he was on a lot. I had a lot to choose from. It's hard to narrow it down. But we'll start with Sanford and Son. Okay. Everybody familiar with Sanford yes, and Son? Yes. Okay. Not overly, but yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Season six, episode three from 1976. While Fred and Lamont are in Hawaii for a junk man's convention, they become unwitting mules for a band of jewel thieves. 
But when Fred misplaces the loot, the bad guys chase them all over the island, including on stage at a Don Ho concert, where <laughs> Don Ho's backup dancers provide cover to help them escape. Okay. That feels possible. It's him or it sounds travel. I mean, every, every sitcom travel. They always had this special episode where they went somewhere else. Okay. I can give you the whole list. The Most Brady of them... Bunch definitely went to Hawaii. Sure. You know who was in that episode? Who was it, Don? Don Hall! <laughs> <laughs> I thought about putting that Incredible. one in there, but uh, everyone knows about knows. the Cursed Tiki yeah, Island. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't do that. Okay. Did do Fantasy Island. Everybody know Fantasy Island? Yes. Okay. No. Uh, so is that so. Fantasy Island? Yeah. It was um, Ricardo Montalban. Okay. Khan from Star Trek II. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's the... And he has a little person sidekick named yes. Tattoo. Yes. Um, okay. His yes. name is Rourke. Yes. And people come to the island and through some combination of magic and effects, they have their deepest fantasies fulfilled and they are not like creepy sex fantasies. They're like regular fantasies. Yeah. Regular sex fantasies. Yeah. They're not yeah, even not like... Creepy sex fantasies. Not to be confused with like a current reality yeah. television this was show like, probably sure. called Fantasy Island. Sure, right. sure. Yeah. yeah, if they had an... If that, in fact, they've tried to reboot this a couple of times and I think it does veer into creepy sex territory. Sure, of but course. this was the 70s. All things inevitably do. Yeah. It was a different yes. time. It was the 70s. Yes. Okay, so a guest for whom Rourke had once had feelings returns to the island and this time Rourke's own fantasy is coming true. They're getting married. But there's a catch. She's dying of cancer, so till death do us part is sooner than they'd like. But Don Ho is there to sing the Hawaiian wedding song as the bride walks down the aisle. Wow. That's like, I mean, like kind of dark for TV, right? And this is a dark night. Though. I suppose, yeah. <laughs> All right. So then we have Magnum P.I. Okay. Everyone yes. know Magnum P.I.? Yes. yes. Are we doing Tom Selleck or we're not? We're doing, doing original Magnum P.I., original okay. variety. Don Ho died in like. So everything is going to be. Oh yeah, and the new one is not. Oh yeah, I forgot about that one. I yeah, yeah. Tom Selleck is my only Magnum. Of course, yeah. Yeah. The guy who they got wouldn't even do the mustache. What's the point? If you don't have a mustache, you are not Magnum. No. Okay, thank you. All right, so here we go. Season one, episode twelve from nineteen eighty one. Magnum's friend Rick asks him to look into a series of nightclub robberies that have all coincided with Don Ho performances. Since Don Ho is scheduled to perform at Rick's own club in a few days. But the robber couldn't possibly be Don Ho himself. Dot, dot, dot. Or could he? Oh, yeah, he could. <laughs> that one's real. Don was like, I need to shake this up. Yeah. All right. And finally, Charlie's Angels. Everybody yes. knows Charlie's Angels because yes. they've rebooted yes. that a hundred thousand times. Yes. All right. Season two, episode one from 1977. The Angels are training a new member of the team. They have to cut her training short when they learn that Charlie has been kidnapped while vacationing in Hawaii. Their first point of contact is a close friend of Charlie's, a man who obviously knows everyone in Hawaii thanks to his years of working nightclubs there, music legend Don Ho. Mm-hmm. So he's playing himself on all of these episodes, of right? He, yeah, doesn't, okay. he doesn't like play a character. He's yeah. various iterations of Don Ho. The legendary, the yes. one, the only. I feel like that doesn't seem like a Fantasy Island episode. Like, it doesn't feel like a Fantasy Island episode that, like, they're leaving with, like, the person's going to die. Don Ho sings at the wedding of a... Of a person who's, person like, who's, who's like, he's going to die answer. soon. It doesn't feel like Fantasy Island to me. But I don't know. I mean, I didn't watch a ton of Fantasy Islands. So I'm not sure. Um, and everybody knows, like, the one line from Fantasy Island, and that's about it. The plane. Yeah, I think that uh, Magnum P.I., like, Don Ho, like, secret bad guy feels right. <laughs> that feels right. That feels good. 
I think the Sanford and Sun one tracks too, okay. of like the backup dancers providing cover as they're running through the Don Ho concert. What was the Charlie's Angels one again? Could you read that one more time? The Angels are training a new member of the team, which they have to cut short when they learn that Charlie has been kidnapped while vacationing in Hawaii. Their first point of contact is a close friend of Charlie's, a man who obviously knows everyone in Hawaii thanks to his years working nightclubs there. Egypt legend, Don Ho. Yeah. I'm a little lost. I don't know. You think either Charlie's Angels or Fantasy Island? Yeah, but I think we're going to get this one wrong. <laughs> just kind of my feeling. This is Honestly, the vibe. we got two. We got two. We just I like, feel pretty good. Yeah, I feel like we won either way. <laughs> this is gravy. Yeah. This yeah. one's gravy. Um, I would go with Fantasy Island, but you tell me. I think that makes sense. I mean, I don't know these shows. Sure. I don't know them particularly well. I, I know, I've seen... A fair amount of Magnum PI. I've seen a little bit of Sanford and Son. I've seen. I've never even heard of Fantasy Island before. Just now. How much Magnum PI have you watched? I, I watched it with my parents. Okay. okay. It was on like you know ABC Family or like whatever channel also showed Murder She Wrote. Yeah, sure. It yeah. came on after sure, Murder okay. She Wrote. Okay. Okay. Um, Fantasy Island. All right. Well, sadly, that's okay. The streak is over. That's all right. Great. Yeah, we got two out of three. Is good. Shockingly enough. Don Ho has never been on Magnum P.I. And I feel Whoa. like this episode is better than any than any guest starring yeah. appearance I've seen by Don Ho. Yeah, gotta make him a bad what guy. What a good time. Yeah. I wish, I wish that this shame. had happened. I wish, a shame. It's like the change I want to see in the world. <laughs> um, but yeah, I watched all of these. So in order to do his research. <laughs> I also watched I Dream of Jeannie. Yeah. I watched The Brady Bunch. Mm-hmm. I watched Batman. Yeah. Uh, Don Ho was on all of those shows. Yes, he also. was. Wow. wow, he was on a bunch more besides. But I mean, arguably, Don Ho was a bit of a bad guy on this episode of the Mall. Not, yeah. not through his own doing, no, but his legacy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure he himself enjoyed this a lot yeah. because think of how much royalty money he but raked in. So a much. villain of this episode. Oh, yeah, Don no doubt. Yeah, no I doubt made a meme um, a couple of weeks ago. It was a picture of Al, and it said, "My plans." And then there's a picture of Don Ho, and it said the Delta variant. Uh, I think you texted that to me. Brutal, brutal, brutal. (laughs) Very good. Very, very good. Well, I'm glad that I can appreciate that now. Uh, Or at least I can see it now, even. Um, Yeah, after this, we're going to be able to... You're going to be able to tweet me about them all. I will have seen the episode. I will have seen the finale. I will know all the things. It's no longer pure. No longer pure. I mean, I guess don't like tweet me about like the celebrity mole and stuff like that, just in case. You Who never knows? know. I mean, if you spoil me on the celebrity mole, that's a surefire way of guaranteeing we're not yeah, going to be the bad If you want to kill a mole patrol, if you like to kill a mole patrol, you are the mole killer. If you want to be the mole killer, the original then, mole killer. If you want to be the mole killer, then tweet me about stuff about the mole beyond season two. You know, do what you're going to do. You know, we'll we'll always yeah. find something else to podcast about. But like, if Clearly. you want us to podcast about the mole, that's a sure way. I mean, uh, to, we came uh, up with like five good podcast ideas in this episode. Yeah, alone. yeah, 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 yeah I'm yeah. feeling Magnum PI rewatch. Yeah, feeling oh, yeah. Benson rewatch. Yeah. Big Renap energy here in the Mole Patrol right now. <laughs> I feel like spin a wheel. You know, yeah. we'll we'll figure it out. Um, so next week we will post the uh, finale podcast. You've got time to send your feedback in. Please do so. Mole Patrol at Rob has a website dot com, or you can tweet. All three of us. Whoa. Uh, I will remove my filters. Um, at Hard Rock Hope, that is Zed. At Haymaker Hattie, that is Jess. At Round Howard, that's moi. Um, what's everyone got going on? Jess, what are you doing? I'm doing Walking Dead. I yeah. took the week off last week. 
Josh quite ably sat in for me. I, I sang. Did I sing or did I just wish you a happy birthday? I don't remember if I sang. I have not listened to it yet. Well, so when sorry, I listen to it, I will alert. find out. Spoiler alert. Uh, well, thank you very much. You won. I don't remember yes. if I sang it. I think I'm nervous about singing "Happy Birthday" on a podcast. Yeah, I well, I, <laughs> I, I would know appreciate. What wrath we incur from whoever, you know. Um, you know, we're going to incur wrath no matter what. No we matter do what in this life, no matter what we do. Uh, but sure. I'll be on there with you this week, right? Yay! You meet AJ. That's the plan. Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah, and um, we're doing that, and we have. Um, Walking Dead World Beyond is coming back soon. <laughs> Very excited about that. The babies, right? Yes, the babies. Yeah, little sweet little zombie apocalypse I got, survivors are so cute. I, it's everything. It's taking everything I have not to watch the first two episodes. I know it. It's really hard. I have looked at the thumbnails. Uh, oh, they're so cute. They're so cute. Oh, little babies. Sweet little darlings. We got a lot coming up because oh. we got we got announcement dates for Star Trek Discovery. Right. We've got announcement dates for Fear the Walking Dead and Walking Dead World Beyond and Tough as Nails is coming up and I'm going to be working on Rob real hard to bring Bill back into the hot seat. Beyond that, you're talking about James Bond with That's Grace right. Leader for the patrons of Post Show Recaps. Oh yes. Uh, exclusive podcast for the Post Show Recaps patrons. Yes, and if that goes well, we may take it to the main stage, but right now Grace and I are watching a James Bond movie every two weeks and it is chosen by the patrons of Post Show Recaps and then we... Grace has never seen James Bond. I have seen some James Bond, and we have special guests who have seen a lot of James Bond. And we just talk it out. Like, what has held up? What has not? Um, what is baffling? What is cool? A lot of it. A lot of it is baffling, but a lot of it is also really cool. Yeah. We, we watched Goldfinger, and it's a pretty good movie. It's pretty fun, and it's... James Bond is a much more complex character than you might think, so... We had a lot of fun with that, and that's in the Post Show Recaps patrons feed. We will be watching a James Bond movie chosen by the Discord every two weeks until No Time to Die drops. We will be watching No Time to Die, and then we will be podcasting about that, putting it in the main channel. If that does really well, yeah, we'll, we'll go see. to the main channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Su support the Bond stuff. We would love for that to continue. Um, Zed, we're rocking Final Fantasy oh still. <laughs> so much Final Fantasy. Some of it we're not allowed life. to talk about yet. Yeah, it's future fu time travel podcasts. We've recorded stuff that will not be aired until October. Yeah. It's the tease. Yeah. Um, we're already like stockpiling Final Fantasy. We're podcasts. just talking all the time. Yeah. Playing video games a lot. We got a lot going on. We're doing we just watched uh the Final Fantasy VII movie. <laughs> Uh, we're, I've seen one that. of us watched it several times. I watched it, tw I watched it twice uh, in 24 hours, uh, and we're going to be doing the FF7 compilation stuff. Uh, so just talk about like all kind like if it, if that podcast, if you listen to that, already sounds like gobbledygook. Like you'll listen to this next one, and it's going to sound like Martian. Like it is. I have no idea. What, I don't even really know what's about to happen either. But I know that uh, the incredible Mike Edwards, patron of Post Show Recaps and a huge Final Fantasy fan, supplied me with like a thirty-plus page document uh, all about all of these other games that exist in the Final Fantasy VII sub franchise of the Final Fantasy franchise. So we're going to talk about that, like what's out there and what exists. I just got here. I know. I've been here for like a minute <laughs> of know. the last twenty something years. Of this I'm, franchise. I, I'm doing be my best. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. So check us out. We are doing that show. Is that anything else you want to plug? I don't think so. That's, that's what's stuff. going on. I stuff. just I just do things so that I can keep talking to you all the time. Yeah, that's it. We're doing it. It's great. Uh, 
Yeah, uh, lots of stuff going on. I will just do one more shameless uh, Patreon plug for post-show recaps, uh, but it is of relevance to the RHAP audience. Survivor 41 is coming up. I know nothing about it. Don't at me about it, uh, Mole Patrol style, because I have this like rare moment where like for the first time in, it feels like a literal decade, I know nothing about a season of Survivor. I think I may watch it. I'm not podcasting about it. It's not happening. We announced the end of the wand off. It's a true thing. We're not doing the wand off. It's done. It's not happening. I'm so sorry. Hey, um, FYI, though, probably will do a mole off. Very possible that we'll do Anderson, those Anderson songs. Anderson. We would really love your Anderson Cooper wand off. We've got several. Wand-offs. One For of sure. which caused me to spit take. Literally. Yeah, I laughed just at that. I haven't listened to any of them, but I laughed at the name of the song. Andrew's songs yeah. are still in play. We will for sure do one of those. So that will be great. But there is no wand off at which to earn a Wiggler's Wombat's hat. But for the last year, the patrons of Posha Recaps, if you sign up at that $15 tier, the award winner tier, you can get a Wombat hat after three months at that level. We are ending that deal. The Wombat hat is going back into the shelf. Uh, back into the Disney vault. The Disney vault is exactly what I was going to say. Who knows if it's ever trotted out again. I expect at some point in time, but certainly no plans for it. Um, we are putting it away in favor of a new merch system. But if you sign up for the Patreon in September, we will qualify you as being part of that like three-month journey. you got to be at that tier for three months. If you're at that tier for three months and you start in September, you sign up this month, you could still get a Wombats hat if it's something that you want. Public service announcement. If it's a thing that you want, that is the last way the to get a Wiggler's Wombat's hat. Clock is ticking. You're talking 45 bucks for a Wombat's hat. I think it's pricey for a Wombat's <laughs> hat, to be totally honest. But you get a lot of other stuff. The Poster Recap patron feed. You get the Discord access as well. So you really do get a, a, a decent amount of really great stuff uh, for that journey. Plus, you'll be getting uh, cool stickers. We're uh, launching a uh, a sticker of the month club, which would be at that level as well. Just putting that information out there. You want a Wiggler's Wombat's hat? Good on you. This is the way to do it. Clock's a ticking. October is the one year anniversary of the post show recaps Ooh. Patreon program. Ooh. So it's a great time to sign up. I will deeply appreciate it. Uh, and I'm supremely available in the post show recaps patron uh, community. So if you want to hang out with me, this is a great way to do it. Patreon.com slash post show recaps. And come to Josh's fun house. And come to Josh's fun house. It's the Discord and you get a Wombat's hat if you sign up at that level. So things to consider. Just put it on your calendar, you know, September 30th. Like, that's it. Like, you got to sign up there. Otherwise, you're not, the, the Wombat hat goes away. So. These are my hats. These are my hats. I'm just going to say that I'm really kind of surprised by your shock reaction to Anderson's Funhouse. Given that you've been in the post show recast patron discord, <laughs> you created the funhouse that we all live in. Well, I guess it was in some ways inspirational as far as like things <laughs> I can do in the discord. Uh, well, no. So who knows what is to come? Uh, it could be good. Could be really, really, really good. All right. We'll be back next week with the mole season two finale. We're going to watch the final two episodes of the mole season two. We will watch uh, the final three episode as well as the reunion where the winner and the mole are revealed. Yes, so that is key. It is both episodes. Both of those episodes. So those are the two that you want to watch. Get that feedback in. Mole Patrol at Rob has a website.com. We'll be back soon.
Zed, thanks for hosting us. This is such a delight. Thank, Thank you so great. much. And we're going to hang out some more? Yeah, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. Whoa. All right. Peace out, everybody. Bye. Bye. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to luckylandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at luckylandslots.com. Available to players in the US, excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply.